Greetings. It's your dog, MK Specs and shit, for the Wingman Motherfucking Chronicles. I need you to tune in to feel the motherfucking breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Certified, nigga. Stamped of approval from your nigga, MK Motherfucking Specs. And you know I'll be swift on my motherfucking toes. Alright? Let's light this weed up. Take this little intermission and shit. I want you to relax and hold your toes. And when you're fucking with these hoes, when you're fucking with these hoes, gotta be swift. Now, go get a goddamn refreshment to bring your motherfucking ass back. So we can continue with feeling the breeze. Lunch up. Pour your drink. And come feel me right quick. How you motherfuckers doing? Hold on. I'm getting my blunt. Hold up. Yeah, we back smoking. Hold up. Disclaimer, let me turn it down a little bit. If this is your first time listening to the show, then I welcome you to Feeling the Breeze. I am your host, Breeze Up. That's B-R, triple E, Z, to the motherfucking A. And of course, I got to introduce y'all to my co-host, my sidekick, my nigga, my ace, Taco, the motherfucking bell. What up, Taco? Yes, nigga, we back smoking weed. Nigga, you better hit this shit. Nigga, hit this shit, nigga. Woo! Yes. Sorry I've been away, y'all, a little bit. But I'm back. Dropping this intro right quick. But on today's show, I'm getting kind of stupid. But a lot of y'all probably don't know about Kwame Brown, or I'm sure y'all been hearing about it, but I'm going to bring y'all that shit. Kwame Brown done went off on some niggas. He's speaking about Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. <clears throat> so I got some exclusive shit that I'm going to play for y'all a little bit, but that's going to be in the body of the show. And uh, today I'm Solo Bolo. MK ain't with me right now. But he doing his shit. So make sure y'all tune into the Wingman Chronicles here on Anchor. Also on YouTube. Shout out to all the haters. Keep listening. 
Because I know you are, nigga. <laughs> Keep paying homage, nigga. Keep paying homage, nigga. All right, but we finna get to this shit. We about to get to this show. Let's get it. y'all welcome back to the motherfucking show and uh kev is about to uh reveal a stat that is very telling about the difference between men wanting relationships and women wanting relationships and the stat is actually gonna surprise you but in this age it probably won't but let's get it kev Black men between the ages of 18 and 49. When sampled and surveyed, according to NPR, black men wanted a relationship 43% of the time. Whoa. 43% of the time. What? That's just shy of half. 43. Ooh, that stuff smells good. But when it came down to black women, that number was a whopping 25%. Oh, no! Wow. It shocked the pollsters, and it shocked pretty much everyone I've told about this number. Okay, let me pause you and right I'll... quick, Kev. See? Now, he just said that shit. So, clearly, that tell He gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it first. But that what that says to me is, ladies... Y'all ain't trying to be in a relationship. Y'all not. Y'all don't want to be in a relationship. But meanwhile, y'all blaming niggas saying, oh, we ain't shit. It's our fault. Flag on the goddamn play. Y'all got to start taking some accountability, ladies. That's what the shit come down to. Y'all got to start taking some motherfucking accountability. Right? Hold on. I'm slipping. Where's Taco at? Like, come on here. Taco and shit, nigga. That's right. All right, let's get it, Kev. Yep. Put a link to the uh, to the uh, information in the video description. You'll be able to look at it and read it yourself. But it kind of lines up with the amount of black, the amount of men who say that they're not women who are ready for relationships. If almost seventy percent of men believe women today aren't ready for relationships and marriage. That has to be from somewhere, ladies, and that comes from the women they're interacting with. Yep. The same women who call onto my show who all say that they want a marriage, they want a relationship, mm-hmm. yet through conversation, far too many show that they still have work to do. Facts. They need to improve. Facts. Y'all hear? Listen up. percent number. Listen up, ladies. Up Hold up. Hold up. Listen up, ladies, because he about to get on your ass. And I'm going to get on your ass, too. I'm show co-signing with exactly what this nigga is talking about. 
Because this is what we've been saying for years, but y'all don't like hearing the truth. So, listen up, ladies. It's going to hurt. Oh, well, it's going to hurt, but you're going to have to deal with that shit. You're going to have to deal with that shit. Let's get it. Well, with the one in four, we'll marry. And what I've come to realize is that, sadly, many of our women don't believe that they are the problem. Facts. They don't. For far too long, the trope has been that they're not relationship-minded men. Facts. That's simply not the case. Listen up. That's simply not the case. The case is more likely that women today are unequipped, Facts. unfit for relationships with suitable men. Facts. And by the time they are ready to submit, quit, yep. give up, they've already dropped, dropped their SMV too low. Meaning, many of them aren't, many women aren't today saying, you know what, I've had my fun, now I want to be in marriage. No, it's like, yeah. well, I, I, I can't do anything else, Facts. so I might as well get married. It's like, you ain't got no choice. Relationships of marriage is like, I'll do this instead of just having a dog and doing it. Facts. Bull. See? Men are not your second or third option, ladies. Listen up, ladies. Listen up. Did you hear what he just said? He said, men are not your second and third option. We need to be numero motherfucking uno. We need to be priority, but nope, it's all about y'all. It's all about y'all, see? Selfish ass motherfuckers. <laughs> now, I really want y'all to pay attention because even to say some real important ass shit, and this is key. This is key. And this ain't on no simp shit either, what he about to talk about. But listen up. Many women don't believe that they have a problem when it comes to, they, they think that their relationship chances are going up with their education. I'm a PhD. With their income, with their experience. And actually, it's going down. Damn. Let me give you an example. <laughs> Break it down, Kev. As women age... They stop getting, they're not even anywhere close to being as girly as they were when they, when they would write a boy's name on their notebook or me and her and sewing the kissing in the tree where they would fantasize about this. No, they're getting far more practical. Matter of fact, when was the last time you had a woman write you a love letter? Mm. When was the last time you had a woman write you a love note? Mm. When was the last time you had a woman say anything sweet or girly to you? Mm. I'm going to tell you this. Shout out, Doc. Women, you need to understand. Men need to hear you say you matter. Facts. My life is better because you in it. I couldn't get through this. Men need to hear you say the words. It's not enough that you have sex with them or that you do this. No, you need to stop, look him in the eye, and give him emotional content. Facts, nigga. Facts. Hell yeah. Especially to black men because black men get so little affirmation, validation Facts. from the world in general, from our community. It, it get far more nigga, negative. Hold messages. on, nigga. He preaching right now, nigga. That nigga is preaching. Did y'all hear what he just said? Ladies, y'all niggas need... <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all got it. Man, I can't even articulate it right now because that is so fucking true, but he is absolutely right. And then you wonder why, nigga... You know what? 
let me right let me digress <sighs> let's get it cap Many black men are starving like plants who need to be watered. They are dying. And these words give life. Feminine, beautiful, inspirational. Back. The way you inspire men, ladies, is through your words and then your actions. Facts, nigga. Facts. It's not enough just to do it. Yes, you must say it. And it's sad that I have to tell this to women today because this is your natural state. But so many of our women have become so hard and so masculine. Mm. To what? think that even smiling at a man uh, makes them weak. What's wrong with that? So, ladies, how are your relationship chances going up if your girliness is going down? Yeah, facts. Preach. When asked, ladies, when was the last time you really thought about what to do for a man, how to woo a man, seduce a man, whatever, whatever? You thought more about getting your damn degree. I'm a PhD. Working this person's job, making this company rich, and having nothing for yourself. Facts. And it's time for the wake-up call. Wake them up. I'm thinking about relationships this way. Time to wake up. Many women believe, truly believe, what? that they can go out and wait 5, 10 years, 20 years, have their 20s to themselves, and then at 30, decide to decide to make a relationship a priority. Yep. Let me tell you how foolish that is. Tell them, Kev. If you've ever exercised or worked out before, if you've ever been in the gym two, three, three, four, five days a week where you actually had a workout program, you were in good shape. And if you've ever had to take a layoff due to injury, illness, or whatever. What's going to happen? And a significant layoff, 30, 60, 90 days. What's going to happen? longer. You go back into the gym. You look at the gym. You remember the you remember the workouts you used to do. Your mind remembers. You remember the motions, but your oh goddamn! You know what? We gonna let this shit ride. We gonna let this shit ride. Let's go. Your stamina, your endurance, and your strength are gone. Facts. You're starting all over. That usually jacks with people. They're like, damn, I used to max 315. Now I'm struggling to get 185 up. Yep. Because your strength base is gone. Ladies, your relationship base is gone. Gone. Back. You, yep. many women today, if they had to just do a strength test, like in the NFL where they live 225 as many times as possible, they'd be struggling. Ladies, how many times could you even lift the bar? That's 45 pounds. That's the base strength test. How many times can you put, do 45 pounds? They can't. Well, if the goal is to be able to do it 10 times, can you even do it once? Where are your relationship muscles? Are they going up or going down? And why are they going um, Because many women believe as things go up for them, their opportunities go up. Your education, income, socioeconomic status, all these things are going up. Your relationship chances are going down. The more women have, it is showing the less likely they want to get with a man because they hypergamy kicks in. Women tend to want men to have what they have. Back. So what are we getting? We're getting a bunch of bullshit. That's we're getting, we got we have far too many women. Tell them. Who will say with their mouths they want a relationship but in the real world we're getting the Bradley effect what's the Bradley effect glad what's, you asked what's the Bradley Back effect in 1982 shout out to Thomas Bradley Newt who passed Thomas Bradley was the first black mayor of LA oh that's 
right? Tom Bradley. All right. Good mayor. He was going to run for governor. Yep. So like any gubernatorial race that's going to uh, garner national attention, reporters reporters and media went around and asked Californians, hey, who are you going to vote for? The first black mayor of Los Angeles, Thomas Bradley? Now understand the the Olympics will come into LA in 1984 too. Yep. It's the I West Coast. That shit. You're gonna vote for Thomas Bradley, or you're gonna vote for the other guy? Oh, Thomas Bradley, all the way, all the way. <laughs> Thomas Bradley was supposed, to, according to the polls, he was supposed to win in a landslide. Matter of fact, they projected Thomas Bradley to win so much that one one news station even announced it the night of the elections. Mm. But what happened? Californians woke up to Californians woke up to realize that they did not put that the black man in office. No, Thomas Bradley did not win. Mm. He was beaten. Mm. And people were shocked. They said, "What happened?" The polling said this. People said this. People got we got we got everybody on re- on record saying they're going to vote for Bradley, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, other. But the truth of there's something that they called the Bradley effect. Mm, okay. And what it, and the theory was that people said one thing in public to look socially acceptable, mm. to look conscious, to look woke. Mm. But when they went into that private voting booth where nobody was looking, mm. they voted for the they what? voted for uh, waiting for the other nigger. Oh, the Bradley effect is when people say one thing and, and do, do the opposite. Thing. Hypocrites. Think about how many women say they want relationships, marriage. They'll cooperate, submit, all these other things. But then look at what they do. Look at how the average modern woman carries herself. Yep. Just her, I say you can tell what a woman thinks the men of the world deserve by her attitude and her appearance. Yep. Facts. Turn off the words and do greater than 25% of modern women appear as though they want a relationship just from their appearance look at their at, look at their attitude the way they behave all uh, that masculine energy y'all be pushing out do greater than 25 percent of women act as if nope they want relationships <laughs> nope ah, they sure don't and on that note, I'm going to take a quick pause for the calls, and we're going to be right back. Chain and we're gonna play tonight. Ladies, put your dick away. Put your dick away. Right. Yes, I'm your fabulous host, Mr. Chain. Alright. Tonight's contestant, we got Tyrone. How you doing, Tyrone? Alright. Are you ready to dig? Can these bitches put the dick away? 
All right, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies, stop acting like a nigga and put your motherfucking dick away. You ready, Tyrone? Let's get it. How you doing out there? This is your friend, Billy Bob, from here. I just want to say you're doing a good job, Breezer. And tell MK Spec what's up. And if y'all want to come to South Carolina, get that gator meat. Come on on, get that fried gator. We got coleslaw, hush puppies. We got all that good stuff for you. Aha. No, it's not, brother. It's smooth. <laughs> it's smooth, man. I just want to say what's up to you, man. Just play it around. All right, brother. Take care. Oh, shit. Y'all know what that means. It is time for a sports update. And I know I ain't did a sports update in a while. But there's been a lot of shit going on. First off, the playoffs, the NBA, mind you, is about to start today. Lakers made it back, but they was trying to suspend LeBron James for tampering or some bullshit. See how they trying to do, but they couldn't do it. So LeBron is cool. Also, have y'all have y'all been hearing about Kwame Brown? <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know who Kwame Brown is, Kwame Brown used to play for the Wizards. He used to play for the Lakers. He was a number one draft pick back in the days, but he didn't have a good career. So needless to say, he retired early, right? But he's been on a, he's been on YouTube going on rants and shit. I'm gonna play y'all a little bit in a little bit. And, but uh, the shit was funny as hell. He was talking about Matt Barnes. He talking about Stephen A. Smith. He talked about all type of motherfuckers. But he, when he was talking about Matt Barnes, he called that nigga Betty with the good hair. <laughs> oh, I called that nigga Betty with the good hair. Y'all gonna hear that shit later. Can the Lakers go back to back? Well, I guess we gonna find out soon enough. All right. Let's get back to the motherfucking show. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. And so, like I told y'all on the sports update, we about to play this Kwame Brown rant. This shit was funny as hell. Now, I haven't heard all of it. I only heard a little bit. So, y'all gonna get my 
authentic reaction. I'm gonna smoke while this shit going on too. Yeah, we back smoking weed too, yes, so. All right, let's get it, Kwame. Becky with the good hair. Hold on, let's get the blunt. So every time I try to go on YouTube now, I can't get on YouTube. It's throwing me off of YouTube. Oh no! Boy, they love to block people that tell the truth. So. Becky with the good hair, you went to work today. <laughs> Come to Becky with ESPN. Oh. To your white mama, Rachel Nichols. Oh. Who I know very well. Uh oh. If you look at the timeline, when I was a teenager and when I was in DC, she was right there and she was interviewing me. And she was very disrespectful herself. Oh. So it would make sense that they put Rachel. Nichols there to ask them little black boys in front of white mama what it is you think about this guy and then Matt Barnes your response was so corny what do you say Becky with the good hair <laughs> you really telling me you don't know what happened you don't know why when you stop well you love showing out front of them white women don't you are you crazy when you stop <laughs> Miss Jeannie Bus from saying what she was saying. Uh -oh, she was saying something factual. It don't have nothing to do with me being angry, sir. It has everything with me exposing the hypocrisy and how you fake niggas get a position and you do white people bidding. <laughs> all you jack and all you niggas do is talk about black males all day long. That's all you do. Now you on ESPN talking about another black male that you won't have a conversation with. Uh-oh. You went and sat up there in front and then the other nigga, what do you have to say, Richard Jefferson? I don't have anything to say. I ain't gonna say nothing about you because you ain't had nothing to do with them. But boy, they like hey, niggas whatever. like y'all. No part. connection to nothing. Damn. Just uh -oh. all disrespectful. Uh-oh. You wanna sit up here and act like you don't know why somebody would want to call you out as if you some perfect ass nigga <laughs> as if you were the best nigga in the league or something you role playing ass angry ass punk <laughs> you sitting here acting like you would like that or something cause you done made friendships and you kissing ass all day nigga. I don't like the way ass takes so I be by myself in the same truck Jack talking about I drive that yeah I sure do drive trucks you not even that smart are you boy gonna disrespect half the people that drive trucks and you from Texas? <laughs> See, that shows your level of education, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Kwame Brown, at least. <laughs> but I told you, you nigga barked up the wrong motherfucking tree. And instead of somebody tapping you on the shoulder and telling you, leave that dead boy alone, whatever they told you about that one, they was wrong. Leave that. Oh, what the fuck happened? Hold on. Damn, boy. I told you about this shit, boy. I told you. A nigga like you. Nigga, I know you feel inadequate, boy. That's why you keep talking about real men. 
You've lost your woman to a real man, boy. Uh oh. Right next to you. Uh oh. He probably was watching how you were moving. You punk. Uh oh. You texting your old lady at the goddamn gatherings. Woo. Gay loves and balls. You were texting your wife. Woo. You sitting on the news station. You talking about other men, boy. You talking about other men, boy. Hold up. Now, in case y'all forgot what he talking about, he talking about that situation with Derek Fisher, which I covered a few podcasts ago. Y'all can go check that shit out. But that's what he talking about. Damn, this is Kwame unleashing. <laughs> Somebody pissed Kwame off. <laughs> Ah. Have you lost your mind? They pay you niggas to get on TV every day and disrespect black men. That's all you niggas do is have a look at me show. Well, that look at me show is over with, nigga. Now you gonna look at me, boy. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? You inadequate, bro. That's why you always got another man name in your mouth. Mm. And then you always acting like now you want to talk like a politician. Oh, I don't know what was going on. I was just taking my son to the game. Bitch, <laughs> you let the Derrick ain't take him to the game, punk. Oh! You don't know what's going on. Thank you me. sitting up in one podcast and then the next podcast and you tapping on folks talking about another grown man. Nigga, I'm 20 years removed from the number one draft pick, nigga. And you sitting here running your mouth about a man that ain't never said nothing about you in that manner? I never said you couldn't have an opinion, sir. So to sit here and try to pump some narrative talking about he butt hurt about being the number one draft pick. How the hell the nigga that's butt hurt that ain't saying nothing to nobody about nothing? If you never would have put that extra disrespect on it, bro, let that woman finish her sentence and don't say nothing. But no, you talk too motherfucking much. <laughs> you probably why your ex-wife is tired of him run your motherfucking mouth mm. and trying to be prettier than her, nigga. <laughs> in the mirror, hogging all the mirror space, trying oh. to get that activator in that thing away. Oh, this nigga capping. <laughs> oh, this nigga capping. <laughs> Stop, boy. I done told you. Oh. <laughs> in that goddamn quicksand, boy. Oh. I don't got to lie and make up shit. The only joke you got, boy, when is this basketball joke going to run out? You keep hitting me with basketball jokes. I keep hitting you with your real soft-ass, punk-ass life. Now, which one didn't like you, boy? Your granddaddy that was black or Ooh. your granddaddy that was white? Because there's some deep issues in you, boy, that you can't Ooh, understand what the fuck I'm trying to say. That in America right Shoot now, the bell. white people are scared to talk about black people right now as a whole. Mm. And you niggas getting on camera every day talking about black males. That's all you niggas do. I want to sit here and make me look a certain way, boy. When a nigga, some nigga that ate your food. Some Derek Fisher done opened the door. Derek Fisher got your key to the truck. Bitch ass nigga, send some gas money so you can pick them kids up. Oh, sit on TV and act like y'all niggas perfect. Oh, you can't respect 
when a man tell you you wrong, oh, that's when the Kwame... gloves come off, the only joke you got is about basketball. I got a joke about your life, you punk bitch. Ooh, what the fuck the... you talking about? What is Derek Fisher? Is he the mentor or the stepdaddy or what? Because he your mentor too, you punk. Ooh, this nigga got... a trip. You want to sit online and this is what Rachel niggas sitting there and got your dumb ass to say something else again. Because see, Rachel Nich Nichols know. I'm going to say something. I ain't got shit to lose. I don't got no big podcast. You the dumb nigga that keep responding to a nigga that you bigger than. You stupid motherfucker. You ain't learned nothing because you think you tough. Like a nigga like you with slick ass hair should be acting like Drake and taking niggas going. But no, you getting your girl too. Oh. This nigga Kwame Kappa, nigga. But uh you get back on ESPN, nigga, and take that little white paycheck to sit there and disrespect another man, boy. Mm. You sit there and do that. That's what's up. And then turn around and scream. Wakanda. That's why white folk laugh at us every day because of stupid motherfuckers like you. Part-time thugs, mm. part-time podcaster, and part-time real nigga. You a part-time man, boy. That nigga. The fuck is you talking about? You was at a football game. <laughs> you a joke. You a joke, nigga. You ain't never spoke to me. You ain't never. This is how I know you a joke, nigga. You ain't never uttered two words to me, nigga. As a man, you never shook my hand, boy. But on the internet, you talking like that? What kind of nigga are you, boy? Oh, I forgot. You want to let mix confused, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you niggas always got to join the call. All, I want to be down. This light-skinned motherfucker always want to be down. Not all of you, some of you motherfuckers. Always want to be down. Always got to be proving something. Nigga, show them. Motherfucker, you wasn't black enough and you wasn't white enough. You stuck in the middle. God, stuck see. in the middle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you nigga about fucking with <laughs> you. keep running your mouth, this nigga. The more I'm going to fuck with you, Becky, with the good hair, you better take heed and shut your bitch ass up. I done told you that. You ain't never had nobody tell you, shut your bitch ass up. But you got a nigga tell you that right now. Shut your motherfucking mouth, boy. You don't forget me, nigga. This nigga, Kwame. Basketball jokes and all kind of dumb shit. And that's what them white folks hired you for, boy. So keep dancing and clapping. But this one, you better move on from, nigga. Fuck you talking about. This shit ain't working in your face. It really not. You're looking stupid, nigga. Fuck you talking about. You got something to say about a man that ain't said nothing about you. And then a nigga come to you like a man and say, hey, look here, man. You know, that ain't what you supposed to be doing. Hey, hey why whatever. don't you tell Doug that? Hey, why don't you tell this person that? No, nigga, I'm telling you that, finger away. <laughs> nigga, I, I, I might pay your stylist to, to quit for a couple of days, you finger wave head punk. <laughs> I need to pay your stylist to quit for a week. Getting online with a finger wave running your motherfucking mouth about men, boy. The fuck you talking about? You niggas crazy. But I'm going to let you live for a little bit, boy. I'm going to let you live because I got somewhere to be. But don't you ever put that little soft-ass tongue on me, nigga. Have a conversation with me instead of about me. Mm. That's what you do. Facts, nigga.
nigga. Everybody else, you tough. You running up on them. You talking all the tough shit. You want to smoke. With me, you talking to a white lady. Back. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with me, you talking to a white lady. Yeah, come talk to me. I can show you daddy's cooking, nigga. Woo! This nigga Kwame. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Kwame. Get that shit off your chest, nigga. Wow, right, I'm gonna take another quick pause for the call. We're gonna come back with some more show. Ooh, that nigga called that nigga Becky with the good hair. <laughs> oh, shit. Wifey in the car, yeah. Got my daughters in the back seat, yeah. Got my son in the back chillin', yeah. About to take a dip in the streets, get something to eat. Got my. I got a public service announcement for men and women who don't like brushing their teeth. Listen up. They call me up now, cause I don't brush. Oh, I like my teeth like this. They call me up now. No, I don't brush. How's the body on the I got more beef in my teeth, got some chicken too. Ouch! That's a cavity. Hey, that's me. But if you don't brush your teeth, then get you to Can be a yuck mouth. Don't be a yuck mouth. Another nutritional message from me. Yo, now I know niggas and smoke the gang of weed, and you want some motherfucking food, but you want some Mexican food, right? And you like, nigga, where can I get some good Mexican food? Mexican food. Well, I'll tell you where you need to go. If you in the LA area, or I'm sorry, if you in the Gardena area. Or you in Torrance, the area, you need to go hit up Ramona's. Now, this Ramona's is a classic, classic hood spot. They got some bomb ass Mexican food. And everybody know the famous Ramona's on 135th and motherfucking Western. So, like I said, if you in Gardena, you already know. And all my LA niggas know. I grew up around a motherfucker. I used to eat there all the time. That's the spot. <laughs> Excuse me. So go get you some Mexican food. Go to Ramona's. Hook them up. They gonna give you some shit. But you better go early though. You don't want to go too late. Because if you wait till the afternoon, you're gonna wait in that long ass county line. So make sure you smoke you a gang of weed. Go to Ramona's. Get you some shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the motherfucking show. Hold on, let me get my shit ready right quick. Yeah. All right, so, like I told y'all on the intro, Kwame Brown and went the fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, I know y'all heard him earlier on the sports update after I played the sports update, but y'all been hear this shit again. This, this, this is a different one, though. This one, 
He talking about Charlemagne. He's still on Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, man. This shit was gold. I didn't watch, listen to all of it. I looked at about five minutes of it, and this shit was gold. But what, let's get it, Kwame. <laughs> Kwame pissed off. <laughs> Kwame, let me pause you. And if you don't, and if a nigga don't get his ass whooped, it's definitely gonna be a lot of this. Crazy. <laughs> I ain't crazy. They just a disrespectful son of a bitch. 
Hey, I'm at least stop on your toe, because I might want to close the deal. You understand? <laughs> I might want to close the deal. I hope we can close it after your toe, your toe soap. <laughs> but you bitch ass nigga wasn't raised right. And Matt, I can tell you look like Stuart Little with that low hair. <laughs> Jumped up and down on you like a trampoline and knocked all them tattoos off your little bitch ass. You, just because you wear outfits, nigga, and pretend like you tough, you better watch your goddamn mouth, boy. That nigga Kwame mad. With you, nigga, talking to a grown man like that. Instead of you inviting me to your penis, you should have been a man, nigga, and invited your wife to your uh, your penis, bitch ass, nigga, and learn how to lead and not follow. You following a woman in on the red carpet, and you thought you were going to keep her? You bitch ass, boy. You wasn't raised right, nigga. Fuck wrong with you. I'm arguing with little ass boys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm arguing with little ass children. You let a grown man walk up to your wife, grab her, and kiss her on the mouth. Or damn near. They probably were doing something then already. Flag on the plate. Stupid little bitch. And then <laughs> you're going to disrespect the man and slap. First of all, you should have said, hold up, nigga. How you doing, Derek Fisher? You should have grabbed his motherfucking hand. And then you stand there and say, you know my wife, y'all don't need to hug and kiss every motherfucking time. Don't y'all play on the same fucking team? Every time he see your wife, he got to hug her and kiss her and nah. get all close up on her. Nah, that shit ain't cracking he, he off. She kept smelling that perfume. She kept laying that neck on his ass. <laughs> kept laying that <laughs> neck? She ain't want your bitch ass. We saw that. Yes, I saw that in that video. She know you ain't no man, bitch. <laughs> nigga. Yeah, I'm just talking, nigga. They said they wanted to just talk. You stay your bitch ass out of it. Everybody want to goddamn get into something. There's two niggas I'm talking to. The rest of you niggas, I'm not talking to you. And yeah, I'm just talking. These niggas said they wanted to joke. And I'm good as fuck at joking. <laughs> we, we see Kong We can Shit, see. You think I was going to get mad? I'm the one supposed to be the bug, the broke down, bad, sad nigga. And then when we get to joking back, now your bitch ass want to box, huh? Seem like you tight, puss ass nigga. <laughs> want to invite that nigga to your dick now. But little jokes hurt your feelings, huh? Thought you wanted to joke. You 40 year old rat, Stuart little looking motherfucker. And I ain't worried about your fight. You can trick the niggas on the internet all you want to. Cause that little shit you said, I hope you find me somewhere. Cause I'm gonna jump up and down on your ass like a trampoline, bitch. You are the fuck you talking about. I'm not no boxer. So y'all can save your triller invites. Did that bitch ass nigga run up on me? I'm gonna run across the street. And I hope like hell you don't follow me, boy. Who tell you that right motherfucker now? This ain't the internet, bitch. Well, this right here, we talking. But that shit you said on the internet, that let me know you ain't no man, boy. You let me know you ain't no man. You are not a man. Ain't no man I ever raised up around and invite a man to their penis. That's not no joke. You a showboat flashy bitch. That's what you are, fuck nigga. And any nigga that's on here vouching for your bitch ass after you done invited another man to your penis, what kind of nigga vouch for a nigga that invite another man to his penis? Back. You Take niggas that. ain't shit. Get out of my face. Not the niggas. Not, not my niggas. Not around my niggas, you ain't. <laughs> 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 not around my niggas, he can't. I always said you want to be a man. Bitch, I just watched your man demeanors. You not a man, boy. And just because you meet and try to fight, you still ain't a man, bitch. 
That's what your identity is. You think that's what a man is? Running around being stupid, acting tough? Boy, that's what you think a man is. No, a man leads his wife into a goddamn building and keep niggas like that away from his wife because, nigga, you got to protect your house, bitch. But no, you too damn high to do that, bitch. I smoke too, motherfucker, but I don't get that goddamn high. You some zombie, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't see that a nigga banging your goddamn wife right in your face. You not a good leader, bitch. And you, uh, you thinking like you a hell of a nigga talking about me, bitch? You ain't no hell of a nigga. You see, Charlemagne done let the cat out the bag. Your daddy a murderer. Your brother a murderer. See, I've always had that stigma over my head. So I knew I had to act a little docile because I didn't want you bitch-ass motherfuckers to bring up what somebody else did anytime I do something. Because I'm not a group. I'm my own person. See, I knew that. And y'all call it soft just because somebody's smart. <laughs> Dropped on me while I'm fucking with y'all. God damn. What is it? Dang it. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, nigga. This nigga caught, boy. This nigga caught me around. You're going down today, boy. He caught. All right, well, I'm going to take a little quick pause for the cause. I guess Kwame is pissed off. But hey, every nigga deserved to have a chance to get that shit off his chest. What's going to happen? I'll be right back. Look, I'm trying to listen to the damn podcast, man. What, 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 oh, ooh. Why would you, oh, why would you do that? Why would you, see, why would you do that? Oh, shit. Oh, god damn. Ooh. Oh, nigga, ooh, shit. Woo, nigga, fellas. Oh, nigga. Oh, wait, wait. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Niggas, don't y'all hate when your woman wanna just come and just give you the best, just suck the soul out your shit in the middle of while you doing some shit? I know, I know. But hold on. Let's let's hold on. Let's go back to the show. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. So we getting back to Kwame Brown, letting him go off. At some point during this video, he gonna speak on Charlemagne the God too, which is another dude I don't like, right? So we gonna let this ride. Let's get it, Kwame. Yeah, man. Hey, these are y'all leaders? These are y'all leaders. A nigga that invite a man to his penis that look like goddamn Chico the Barge. 
a bitch Bruh. ass nigga that no goddamn well if he ever see me anywhere by himself, Bruh. by himself, Bruh. not the group, by yourself. Bruh. That if you ever see a nigga like me, you would never talk to me like that. You fake away. You trick these people on the internet. And then an over fake, over masculine man like Steven Jackson. Uh -oh. Just because you ran your bitch ass up in the stands and fought white people, that you some type of hell of a nigga. Mm. Bitch, I ain't white. And I ain't five six, nigga. Mm. You got me fucked up, boy. Oh, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You say you street. And you got street tired, nigga, it wouldn't have been no problem for you to find me, nigga. We was teammates. And the number I gave you when we was teammates, bitch ass nigga, I still got it. Mmm. So that trick these motherfuckers on the internet. Uh, that nigga said that number I got when I gave you when we was teammates, nigga, I still got the same number. Woo! Steven Jackson calling you out, nigga. What you gonna do? Oh, you want to, boy. But I asked you fuck niggas what we was doing. See, y'all want to act like it's all, it's all, it's all that. But you want to tell on the breakfast pub and put it out there, try to sprinkle your little hate-man seasoning that I'm some sort of killer. On the very same day, your little punk ass invited me to your penis and act like you want to meet up. Hmm. I wonder why you did that. I wonder why you did that. I would have loved to beat your little bitch ass. I told you what I was going to do to you. Any nigga with a finger wave, I'd have, I'd have, got, I'd have remembered my childhood and I would have turned it to a hater. I would have just fucked that finger wave up. I would have had your ass up under that car, boy. Fuck you talking about, nigga. <laughs> Bitch ass Stevie Jackson punching up. I ain't never seen you in a fight with a man. And you sitting here talking about, I know how you coming. Why? Because you hang with a lot of niggas? Why would I know how you coming, bitch, boy? I know how you coming. Why? Fuck out of here, because you got a bunch of niggas that can call my motherfucking phone. Did you catch what I was saying to you, bitch? I said, you can't stand in front of me, nigga. What that got to do with everybody else? And you can't, nigga, and you know it. Fuck ass, nigga. You nigga been hanging in the groups for so long, nigga, that you don't know how to address a man. I ain't in no group. If ever you feel froggy and you call my phone and ask nicely, nigga, don't you run up on me and think you're going to make me do something. I'm a grown-ass man. You better ask nicely. And then you'll get everything you're looking for. Because I'm my mama's son, bitch. Fuck you think, nigga. Y'all camera, TV-ass, gangster-ass nigga. You all that talking you doing, nigga. It ain't hard to set up a fight. You bitch-ass pretty boy. I disrespected you on every level that it can go to. You didn't need to invite me to your penis, bitch. That nigga said, I'm going to disrespect you at every Goddamn. What y'all going to do, Matt Burns, Steven Jackson? What y'all niggas going to do? Fighting you knew you was coming to Atlanta next month. Bitch, everybody know where I be at. The fuck is you talking about? If you connected to anybody in Atlanta, they'll tell your stupid ass I be smoking hookah and blue. Damn near every other day, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> fuck you talking about, nigga? Why me like to smoke that hookah? You want to act like you a hell of a nigga. <laughs> Get him, Kwame. I wouldn't let you to my house because you a bitch. I told Jack I gave him my address. You, you bitch ass pretty Ricky looking motherfucker. I gave you. Nah, I like pretty Ricky. I ain't gonna say that. You Chico the bars looking motherfucker. Stuart little looking bitch. I would have gave you my P.O. box. Beat your ass in front of the post office. Oh. That nigga shoot the bat again. <laughs> 
nigga gonna talk. This nigga is the corniest light skinned nigga I know. So, uh, get my dick out your, I mean, my name out your mouth, and uh, I know you hurt. Bitch, how you know that? Nigga, you hurt. A nigga tore your woman up, bitch. I know you hurt. I know you sad. I know you desperate. How the fuck you know everything about me? When, when the fuck you went to school for psychology, bitch? Cause if you went to school and you were so calm and put together, then bitch, you would have turned the key to your gate instead of jumping it, bitch. You almost rolled your motherfucking ankle. You about to throw your life away. Roll your ankle, miss game. You a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Why y'all still together with all that energy you put into that? I'm the winner, right? You, you wasn't paying up no attention any other time. <laughs> now you want to give us some attention. Somebody else giving us attention now. <laughs> bang, bang! to stand on niggas' shoulders and embarrass them on the internet. Yeah, nigga, I'm the king of embarrassing motherfucker. You, I told you, boy. You can't send a kid to school with XJ900s and you niggas had pretty shoes and Jordans and shit and I joke with the best of them with cat heads on, nigga. You got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> pretty boy, bitch-ass nigga like you. You nigga need to shit, boy. <laughs> that nigga shit no no. That's right, come with the Ric Flair. <laughs> nigga always talking about, now first the bitch ass nigga, this a condescending little trick too. You're tired, you're hurt, you beat down, I know you're mad. Man down, uh, man down. Come on the podcast. Come get him. Bitch, you just told me you ain't want me on the podcast. I never heard somebody send an invitation to the podcast like that. Yeah, we ain't gonna give you no clout. What is clout, bitch? Clout wasn't even a word when I was growing up, you stupid ass motherfucker. Back. See, that's what's wrong bitch ass nigga like you. Any new word they make up, your pussy ass start talking about it. <laughs> I'm an old school nigga. We ain't, you ain't gonna give me no new words, bitch. That's fuck right. You and fuck clout. Nigga, you shouldn't have been talking shit. That's right, nigga. <laughs> that's right. Wrong shit. That's all it is. Flag on the plate. Shit. Shouldn't have been talking shit. Been talking shit. <laughs> I asked your fuck ass to apologize. You and that bitch ass drag want to double down on it. Yeah, nigga, anybody got down give a fuck fake Superman macho man ass nigga Anybody give a fuck about it nigga They can just do it, you won't be the first You don't talk to no man like that whole ass nigga The fuck wrong with you nigga When did you ever talk to me like that Jack Be honest man. When the fuck did you ever talk to me like that nigga I done been in your face plenty of times You ever talk to me like that nigga That what you want to tell people You ever talk to me like that boy Back on the place <laughs> Just because I be quiet around you, Jack, why the hell can, would anybody talk around you? Bitch, you so loud, can't nobody else get a word out anyway. All you do is run your motherfucking mouth with a group full of niggas, motherfucker. Pissing on them. How in the hell can somebody get a word out around your big, loud-talking ass? <laughs> this nigga Kwame's on All fire. All you had to do is apologize to another man, sir. You just got that feminine energy, nigga, and you don't know how to apologize when you wrong, you bitch, nigga. That nigga you think you always right, you feminine motherfucker. Oh, this nigga And then when said... a man approach your bitch ass, you got to act like you tough. And then now you telling a man that never been in contact with you in no fight, now I know how you come. Mm. The problem is, bitch, nigga, you don't know how I'm coming. That's so right. You can run your mouth. You can come on. <laughs> You can come on. Yeah, you sure can. <laughs> but what you don't know, we'll hurt you. <laughs> That's right. Jazz, nigga. All right, so I'm going to take another quick... <coughs> Sorry, I'm smoking. Take another quick pause for the calls, and then I'll be right back.
want to talk tough all the goddamn time. Becky with the good hair ass nigga that I watch on tape, your bitch already, your woman already leaving you, nigga. She's already smooching with this nigga. <laughs> she already went through your phone when you were so high and got the nigga number. <laughs> Nigga. You a bad leader, nigga. You brought that smooth-ass nigga Derek Fisher around while you trying to be tough. You already looking. I told you, nigga, that hair, you had that hair slicked down, nigga. You had your hair trying to be prettier than your woman, you bitch-ass nigga. You see, Derek came like a man. Bald, smooth, professional, suit. You in here trying to be a street nigga. You coming in them tight-ass goddamn jeans looking like a little bitch. <laughs> you half a man prep school looking motherfucker. You talking shit to me. They should have told you about me. Gilda tried to warn your little dumb ass. But see, you listen to that bitch ass nigga Jack. A nigga that hang in groups. Mm. By yourself, nigga, you ain't shit. Neither one of you motherfuckers, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Mm. Somebody capping like a motherfucker. You wanna always play tough, bitch ass nigga. It ain't the niggas that play tough that's tough, old nigga. <laughs> You was going to unleash the dragon. <laughs> unleash the dragon. <laughs> you were just about to do that, man. Punk bitch. <laughs> Any real nigga don't respect you, man. You probably paying for protection. Jack, that was a cute little thing. Talking about I ride with the police. That was real cute. But everybody done seen me around Atlanta. And they ain't seen me with no police. But uh, there's nothing wrong with riding with the police. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I wouldn't need no police if you called my phone. If you talking like that, I, I wouldn't need no police if you gonna come like a man. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't bring no police then. And Tough guy. Kwame said, I'm bringing these hands, nigga. <laughs> That's right, nigga. Only thing, bitch, you like CB4, nigga. I'm starting to realize that you like CB4, you <laughs> fuck, nigga. Because you jumped your bitch ass in the stands and fought in a group. I bet you ain't never been in no one-on-one -on -one fight. I can tell by the way you run your motherfucking mouth. You ain't never been in a one-on-one -on -one fight, you bitch-ass nigga. You just been tall and stupid and in a group the whole time. Man. You fought in a group, and that's what everybody else know your bitch-ass for. And so now you run around here disrespecting men. But if you bitch-ass nigga, you call my goddamn phone and come out of that group. I'm going to put that up. Call my phone and come out that group. Because I'm tired of you niggas running your mouth like that. Call my phone and come out that group then. Bitch ass nigga. This nigga Kwame said, I'm ready. Hell wrong with y'all niggas always Shoot talking them. to grown men like that. Shooting them. Hey, get that Jack, shit. I'll give you my address. Because I know we was teammates. We cool. You said you love me, right? Mm. So you love me. So I love you too. I knock your bitch ass out of my front yard and drag your ass by the mailbox. Woo! Oh, <laughs> You know how I'm coming, all that feminine shit. Bitch, I don't know how you coming, and you don't know how I'm coming. We ain't never been in a fight, bitch. <laughs> nigga, call me one to throw them hands, nigga. <laughs> Y'all niggas just be talking. Flag on the play. Y'all can save all that boxing shit. I ain't no boxer. That nigga said, I'm doing You're this. You're not going to limit me. I might poke you in the eye. <laughs> that nigga said, I'm fighting dirty. <laughs> yeah.
But I'm gonna let y'all have a nice day. Y'all keep believing in these CB4 ass niggas. They hide in groups. Don't hide in no group. Don't come up making no noise. Call my phone. I can name a laundry list of niggas that called my goddamn phone. And I know these niggas know you. And if you want any of that shit you talking about, boy, I will be your huckleberry. I promise you I will. And it ain't gotta, ain't gotta be on TV, no cameras, no none of that. They'll just see your ass on the show with no teeth, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you talking about, nigga. And on that note, y'all, I think Kwame Brown made his point, got his point across. <laughs> hey, Matt Bard, Steven Jackson, what you niggas gonna do? He didn't call y'all niggas out. What you gonna do? <laughs> All right, and on that note, they didn't give me the go home cue. So I'm gonna come back and close this motherfucking show. I'll be right back. Y'all know what that means. We closing up the show. They didn't give us the go home cube, so we getting on up out of here. Taco. That was a funny ass show. I will say that was some good shit. But hey, like I always say on my show, it's gonna be entertaining, but you're definitely gonna learn something. So, ladies, I hope y'all learned something. Hope y'all was paying attention to what Kev was saying, because that was some important shit. And uh, with Kwame, whoever pissed Kwame off, <laughs> that was some good shit. But I hope uh, everybody enjoyed the show. Thank you all for tuning in once again to another episode of Feeling the Breeze. Appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, you can also catch this podcast on Spotify, also on the Anchor app, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. So make sure y'all go tune into that. Also, tune in to the Wingman Chronicles on those same, same avenues that I just uh, mentioned. Speaking of the Wingman Chronicles, you can also catch the Wingman Chronicles uh, YouTube channel on YouTube. So uh, you can catch all the shenanigans that we talk about on that shit. Because me and MK been doing a lot of work. I know MK got other projects going on. So that nigga's been super busy. But make sure y'all tune in to the show with MK Specs. And also the show, with, I mean, with MK Specs live channel on YouTube. You can go peep, peep his uh, other content out. Good shit. Also, uh, yeah, uh, rest in peace to uh, Paul Mooney. Um, yeah, everybody heard about the news of him dying of a heart attack and things like that. But also, I believe he was also suffering from dementia as well. Uh, but, hey, shit happens. But, you know, I personally find it ironic that Paul Mooney dies of a heart attack the same way Richard Pryor did. So, hey. We all know what happened with Paul, with Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor. I was going to put that on there, but, you know, I'm, it, that shit is already up there. It's already out there on that shit, so y'all don't need me to cover that. But he was one of the greats, so definitely shout out to uh, his family. Condolences uh, from myself here on Feeling the Breeze to uh, the Mooney family. 
And, uh, yo, that's about it. I'm getting the hell up out of here. I got shit to do. So, uh, having said all that, everything is cool with me. Uh, let's see. I'm talking about the pandemic for a second. Everything is about to start opening back up. June 15th here in L.A. Everything will be right back open. They lifting all the mass shit. Uh, they allowing indoor sports gatherings and shit. Uh, but it doesn't mean that everybody starts slacking off. But, you know, it ain't for me to say. Everybody control their own destiny on this shit. So... I'm going to continue to practice the social distancing and wash my hands. I suggest y'all do the same shit. Be careful, wear your mask. Regardless if they lift this shit, I'm not chancing that shit. Because if you're a family man like me, you want to protect not only your family, but you want to protect other people too. So, having said all that, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Or should I say me and Taco getting the hell up out of here. Thank you for listening once again. And as always... Always believe. We out of here, Taco.